You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What's going on, everybody? It's a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We're here to hit our marks and we're going to do it right now. I'm Drew Shea. I'm Donye Love. And boom, that's it. And Chris in the building. Hey. So Amber's gone again. Because <laughs> she can't never be here she on never a Sunday. Can. Never record. can. She's always just jet set, and she's in Dallas right now. Living doing her something. life. Yeah, yeah, and Doing yeah. something. Doing something. Doing booked, something. Getting paid. Doing something. I guess. I ain't mad at her, but I'm mad at her. Hashtag not mad, hashtag mad. Right. Hashtag conflicted. Right, I'm conflicted. <laughs> you know, like... Hashtag I miss the princess. Right, like... And I don't be wanting to have to find nobody else to sit in this chair. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to. We need to, like, really create a system. We have to get a system because we'd be too busy and we get here and be like, oh, maybe we should have had a guest this week. <laughs> Why do we do that? Like, we need to have, like, a Rolodex of possible. We just need to make sure that we book them in advance. That's all. We just mm-hmm. have to reach out and, and get them to come. But, like, then it's sometimes when, like, shit pop up, like, the week of, and we're like, oh. Maybe we want this person to come instead. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about, like, in terms of, like, our end as, like, a co-host on it. If, like, on a Monday something pop up or, like, even, like, a Friday something pop up. Right, yeah, we got to go. Yeah. Yeah, should be happening. Because the coin is real. The coin is real. The and show is real when a coin is real, too. Right, so right, like, right. Uh... I mean, it's all good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not I'm not tripping on that because I want us all to get paid and I mm-hmm. want us to get our coin. So I'm not mad because, you yeah. know, it's been instances where I just had to pick up and go, too. We can hold it down. So, we well, we going to hold it down. We, do we got no it. choice, too. But I just be wanting the people to be getting, like, darn yeah. Periodically, y'all will hear this. <laughs> no. And I want y'all to guess what this sounds like. Nobody can hear that. So be quiet, yes. <laughs> First, you have to stop laughing because they really want to hear it. I'll wait till you're done. No, they don't. I'll wait till you're done. Y'all, he's sitting up here shaking his... Don't say what it is. <laughs> I'll wait till he's done laughing so I could... Because I'm sure y'all want to hear it. Hold on. So, I want y'all to tell me what you think 
it actually is, and I'll tell you what it sounds like to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a thing. And I'll reveal it next week. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, we still got to... <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon even texted me about it too, but we I still have to send you. I'm all still waiting for the videos. I still have to I literally all forgot all about it. Well, I told you I had an outer body experience this week. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you did. Yeah, that's the only way I could like sort of contain my energy. Talk about your week. Share your week with us. What happened? I don't remember. I just told you I don't remember. Like you don't remember a single thing. From I the do. Week? I do. Okay, so I went. Um, let me think hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me think hard. Come on, think um, on it. I went. To a couple of different things, I think. Oh, I went to uh, opening night of Ain't No Mo, Jordan Cooper. Oh yes, um, Jordan E. Cooper, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Come everybody. through. You know, all give exact. All, all the black playwrights got these uh, middle <laughs> give initials. Like, yes, you know, we do. These middle initials and like these seconds and the thirds and like y'all want to make sure y'all get y'all full dude. The full name. The full name. I, right. I was actually wondering, should I change it from the R to actually having it be my full black ass middle name, which is Rakim. I, I mean, I wanted you to say the whole thing. <laughs> oh, Danye Rakim Love? Yes. Come on, Danye Rakim Love. Yes. That's me. Come on. Anika. So you going to do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it. But the, the thought process didn't go beyond that. Mm-mm. Okay. I mean, I like it. It's black as hell. The Danye Rakim Love? Yeah. Yeah, that would be really nice. It's cute. That would be really, really then nice. Then you have five, well, four names. Well, you have four names. but I'm Four just names? Well, yeah, you have two last names. Uh huh. I just don't be thinking about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brandon, you'll be it's, thinking about your last it's name. Literally no shade. <laughs> and I can already see Brandon right now when this section come up. Like, oop, right? That's literally what he's gonna get. Oop. I'm like, baby, you know I'm playing, baby. Oh, that's so funny. Oop. So you're weak. Um, so I went to go see Ain't No More, which is phenomenal. I can't wait. It is, it is so good. I can't I, wait. I, like, I can't wait for you to see it. It's mm-hmm. just such a black ass time. That's what I'm talking about. Um, everybody was in the building that night too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle Brooks was there, mm-hmm. Lee Daniels, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Emil Wilpikin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who else was there? So many people there. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of, you know, great, great talent, great black talent. That's what I'm a lot talking of, about. Um, just wonderful energy in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the illustrious blacks. Mm-hmm. Do you know them? No, I don't. Um, they DJ the party, the after party. Oh, come through. Um, they had a show at Joe's Pub for during um, during Under the Radar Festival. Ah, uh, uh-huh. The illustrious blacks, and so they did a show then, and it was like really like futuristic, mm-hmm. Afrocentric, um, Afrofuturistic. I guess that's what you want to call I'm it. I'm here for it. Um, it was cute, and so they DJ the party. That was cute. Um, um, Lawrence from Star was there. Because, you know, Jordan was a uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Jordan was a writer on Star. Mm-hmm. And so they had some people, even, you know, even today they had, well, Kiki Palmer come through today. Yes, Kiki. Um, the, the day before the opening, I think they had Tiana Taylor yeah. come through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's been like, it's been a, a popping little experience. It. But like, you know, the, the pre-show music gets it so popping. Poppin'. Like it sets the tone. Like, oh my God. It sets the it's tone. so in there. It's so good. Um, and the the curtain speech, I think I talked about that. Did I talk yeah, about that last week? the where they just like really getting creative with the curtain curtain mm-hmm. speeches. I just think that's so phenomenal, and that that's like by far my favorite one. Really, Jordan's yeah, it's like by far my favorite curtain speech. Yes, oh, I cannot um, wait. When you experience it, you'll understand why. I cannot it's, wait. It's everything. Um, yeah. So I saw the show again. Uh, the after party was amazing to celebrate. You know, mm-hmm. the black people in the room and mm. and their gorgeous work and. Um, it was just really fun. It was really great. And, you know, I looked cute mm, doing it. I had a cute I know, little suit right. um, So, you know, I was stunting on these hoes. Yes. And uh, having a good time. Come through. Um, Who did you go with? 
Um, well, I went with Jordan. So Jordan's parents. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, his his boyfriend mm-hmm. and uh, Jerrica, who's uh-huh. used to work with Broadway Black. Mm-hmm. There, she's best friends with Jordan. Yes. She met Jordan through Broadway Black because Jordan would always ask me to come to the mm-hmm. readings for this particular play, and I was never able to make it. So I would send Jerrica because mm-hmm. I felt you know I didn't want. I didn't, want, yeah, I didn't want to leave him high and dry. Mm-hmm. He specifically would email and ask me to come. Um, and I was never able to make it. And Jerrica kept telling me, like, you really ought to, like, go see this. Uh-huh. It's really great. And I never was able to make it. So I didn't see the show for the first time until, like, maybe a week or so right. ago. Um, so Jerrica was there. Um, myself. Um, oh, Jeremy O'Harris was there. Tori uh-huh, Sampson, which uh-huh. both of their plays closed today. Yes, that's Did you right. see either one, of them, either one of them? Yeah, I talk about it in my week. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You saw it this week? Mm-hmm. What, what day did you go? You didn't tell me. I went to both of their plays. Yeah, this week. Mm-hmm. I should shoot you. Why would you say that? Because I wanted to go, and you didn't even say. But why she was would going. you say this violence against this black body like that? <laughs> you know that's not what I meant. Now, why would you take it all the way there? <laughs> now you got got me feeling like <laughs> because like that pause you had after I said. I'm like, like. Damn. <laughs> you know, That's what, what it is. <laughs> um, uh, but it's no joke matter. Right. Like, um, yeah, I'm mad that you went and saw both of them this week. And I was like on my to-do list and I couldn't get my body to get there. And mm. if you would have told me you was going, I would have made sure I got there. You made it happen. Uh, I'll talk about it in my week. Okay. Um, what else did I do this week? Um, I had a couple of marketing meetings. Um and oh, I'm getting ready for this uh, Broadway week in Connecticut for uh, co-op. Oh, yeah. Arts High School. Oh, I love that. Um, so we're doing that again. This is the third year in a row that we've mm-hmm. done that. Um, oh, and and um, what else did I do? Oh, I forgot to say, I went to uh, IHOP with Jordan and his parents. Come on, just, IHOP. Because you know that's uh-huh. Jordan's place. Come on, like, IHOP. I guess he just is in love with IHOP. And that is a key. So, that is a key. Um, the two by two by two. That's Lord what have mercy. Ordered. So like, that, <laughs> I said, if I hear this two by two by two one more, one more time, time, getting on my nerves. I'm gonna grab a two by four. Him and his parents are just like, just to see his mom, like, you know, just like glowing mm-hmm. and just like so proud of her that's son. Her she's baby. been at the show every day since she's been in town. That is her like, baby. Taking all the pictures and posting them on her Facebook oh, and like, you know, she DM sense. me and someone said, "You did send me a friend request on uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Facebook, right?" She put, she came into my Instagram DMs. Oh, that, she was I like, love you did it. send me a friend request on Facebook, right? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, okay, I just wanted to make sure it was legit. I know. <laughs> she wanted to make sure. I love black mamas. Oh, I do too. I love me some black and mamas. She, she is she is one of those black oh. moms, and it's just so beautiful to watch. It's just really Shout just amazing. Shout out to her. Yes. Shout out to you, Jordan. Jordan I mean, because the play and is Stevie. so good. The text is there. This is what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, you know. Um, even Oscar, the uh, artistic director mm-hmm. of the public, he compared it to the Colored Museum, mm-hmm. which is getting that those reviews too yeah. in, in the New York Times and things, where it's, they're talking about the comparison of the place and the, conversation and the, yeah, and the conversations mm-hmm. it's having. Um, and it's just beautiful to watch. And it's right. just so well crafted and so well done. And um, this is what I'm talking like the text. Mm-hmm. It's, if you don't have good grounded text and foundation in the words, then you don't got nothing. Then you have nothing. You, you have can nothing build to all stand the pretty. On. Yeah, you can build all the pretty sets and production and do all of that. A friend of mine went to go see Everybody Black. Mm-hmm. Um, the St. Louis, uh, Louisville, or Kentucky, the actors, actors, uh, actors Theater. Yeah, Louisville. you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. You know what I'm um, talking about. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's 
not not good too like that's i mean not saying too but like it's not good it doesn't because i keep going back to that in my head like thinking like what was this playwright trying to do and this is what your friend was saying yeah yeah, they saw it well they didn't see the other production they only saw this production the 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 production at the actors theater louisville right okay and so the production i believe that i saw was better than the one in in actors theater louisville just Mm -hmm. because of the um the production of it all, like the set mm-hmm. design, the costume design, were, and those are things that I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but the text and the foundation isn't there. And so it was just really weird to see. Not only was the production not there, but the text wasn't there. And so it was just not a a good show. I'm still really looking forward to seeing it. I know you are. And I, I, I can't wait for you to see it because mm-hmm. you know who else? Somebody else said something to me about the show that's um, at the Fleet Theater. I think... Uh, what's the show that you just saw at the Flea? Uh, Southern Promises. Southern Promises. I, I might have, they might not have said something to me about it, but I think they reached out to me about mm-hmm. doing some advertising for the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm going to do it because I don't. S- somebody from the theater asked? Yeah, I think oh, somebody wow. reached out to me about doing advertising for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't high list on my priority mm-hmm. list because I remember you talking about mm-hmm. the themes of the show and, and not really being all the way here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want to go see that. Should I go see it or should I And not? that was literally what I was just thinking because I talked about hashtag conflicted because like of course i would want for you to see it on your own for you to make the decision right but then i was also like i wouldn't want for you to be subjected to um the triggers and the trauma and the violence against black bodies that that play um is doing okay so i'll say that that's how i feel about everybody black like i'll literally say that if you do go know that it is uh severe severe violence against black bodies on that stage like even beyond like what people are thinking about like behind the sheet or like slave play we see a character getting hung like ain't no shadows or nothing like no the news comes down and we see a character getting hung that's not how the play start off though, is it okay? But it gets there to mm-hmm. it's just unnecessarily is there's no text. That's I like, just I I I just Lord. found myself really curious and and I think I talked about it before how intentionality um, is so important and I just wondered and I still do wonder the the intention behind like not just that particular moment but multiple moments in like the play itself and mm-hmm. so I'll say that. If you do go, know that it is severe violence mm. against black bodies. Mm-mm. And so you would have to prepare yourself for that mm. so that you can make the decision on your own if you would want to do advertisements or not. Because I don't want to tell you to do it or not to do it. Yeah. Ooh, but, and you give me a serious face, too. Yeah. Well, you don't give me that face all the time like that. It's like it's it's so important. And I'm learning more and more. Um, and I'll talk about it in like my week, but I'm learning more and more how intentionality is so important and so necessary, not just as writers, but just as human beings. And like I said, I found myself just wondering what is the um, intention behind that particular play? Mm. So. See, you saying all the words that I want to say about everybody black. Mm-hmm. Like, and I want you to see it, but then also like, I don't know, child, mm-hmm. like. I don't want it to go up nowhere else. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it should be seeing the light of day. But oh, you know Lord, white people white. And white people are going to love it. And they're going to be all into it. They're going to just applaud and just be all. And almost like it's almost like I, I feel as though 
you know how when you get like those crazy like visions or dreams where white people just be laughing and like cackling and they face just mm-hmm. turn like oh, <laughs> I wish y'all could see his face right now like, <laughs> <laughs> it look you know crazy all, yeah that's like how they be Grim looking like, and it be just feeling like a scary movie uh-huh. that's how I feel like this plays when you look around the audience and see people watching they be like mm. oh, 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 oh my god did you see that <laughs> Like and it just the most? like yeah the most and like the scariest white people <laughs> that face motion <laughs> that face is triggering actually <laughs> I'm trying to tell you no and you know what I'm talking about I you know what I'm do. talking about that face is triggering <laughs> well I know you say that you don't want it to be produced anywhere else but I would love for it to be if if for a selfish reason so I could be able to see it right I wish oh I wish you could have seen because I really but... do want to see it and it's, definitely love to just um it's horrendous have oh my gosh wow these words yeah and i would love to just have like it's um, dangerous it's a horrendous. powwow with uh dave harris the well, playwright on the show. piece yeah i think he might be in new i don't know how long but i know he recently um got a fellowship i think maybe a two-year fellowship at the lark um so i don't know if that means he'll be here um, cause I know he's based in uh, California for school, so. But yeah, I would love to yeah. have him on here. Yeah, have him on here. I ain't gonna leave the buzzwords at home. Let's get to the the nitty gritty. Powwow with my nigga. Yeah. My Philly nigga. That's what's up. I love when we come from the community where we can still be able to, you know, lift each other up and support each other, even mm-hmm. though we may not necessarily agree with the work. Mm-hmm. Like we can still just be, and I think that people. I also have a misconception too when I say, and I'm still eating these crabberry tears. You really are. These crabberry like, tears are so why? good. But I think that we have a misconception that when we speak about the work and we speak about messages and themes and things that we think are not good or dangerous, um, that are, are that are good mm-hmm. and are, you know, just should be celebrated, that we also don't necessarily mean that we are uplifting and supporting the person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or tearing them down or tearing down the person. It's not like I have nothing against Dave. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, I don't know him in that way. I don't know him. I'm speaking specifically about the work that the you work saw. that I saw and what it made mm-hmm. me feel. And I think that that's you know, think something that we need to um, remind people, but remind people about. Just remind them that we are talking about something very specific. I'm not talking about somebody's life or their upbringing or you know where they're from or them as a person. And even though work can be personal. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking about the work that it, how it made me feel and how I interpreted that work, um, period, point blank. And I don't have any issues with any of the actors or anything that I speak on. Um, I don't have any personal vendetta. I'm speaking specifically about the work and because I love the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the end all be all. I hear that. And I um, oftentimes I think about it was Toni Morrison, Alice Walker, and I believe either Sonia Sanchez and or um, Dr. Maya Angelou uh, made a pet with each other. Mm. And they made a pet saying that they would never publicly um, criticize each other's work mm. if they uh, pretty much weren't feeling, feeling it. Because the world does that so much to us as black, not just artists, but as black people. So if they weren't feeling um, a work from 
one of their sisters in their sister circle, they would have a private conversation. Mm. It wouldn't be anything that would, well, we didn't have online or how social media is set up now. So it makes right. things so easy to put your thoughts and feelings out there. Um, but like they wouldn't put anything in the paper. Like they, it, it would be like no pull quote from them. Right. Um, if they weren't feeling it, they just literally they would have a private conversation to, to ask about intention, to ask about what made you write this. Um, what were your th- thoughts on deciding to do this? Um, and so I've just, this was years ago where I, I came across this and it just made me um, really think about what it means to be in community, what it means to support community and the dangers of possibly uh, putting things out there, especially without talking to the individual that you're putting something out there about beforehand. Um, and I just think that's really important. And I, I I try to challenge myself on, like, what does that look like and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't I don't believe that that's – I mean, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I also know that we work – we operate in a different, different society mm-hmm. than those times, you know, that they came up in. Mm-hmm. Um, the work is getting talked about whether or not we talk about it or not. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this particular platform um, is meant to do just that, mm-hmm. that um, we should all be a listening ear to each other, mm-hmm. that, you know, what I say is not the end all be all about one particular piece. I want to hear perspective. I want to hear differences of opinions. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what people are talking about. And the playwright should actually want to hear the same thing because I'm not speaking for the playwright. Mm-hmm. But they should want to hear what the community, especially the black community, is saying about the work that they produce, especially if they are producing work for black people or about mm-hmm. black people. Um, and it shouldn't take a pre-conversation of let me um, run this by you to see if this mm-hmm. is OK with you type of if I say this, um, let's let's be real with each other. Let's be mm-hmm. honest and open with each other. But I think that's why this platform is so uh, important to me, just because I think that we get lost in trying to uh you know, be something or be, you know, not talk about, uh, you know, and and I've said this too before, but like not talking about family business outside mm-hmm. of the family. But I feel like this is, we're family here. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's accessible to, you know, all different walks of life, this is a family platform. And, you know, we have the freedom to speak, you know, speak, mm-hmm. uh, speak our minds and speak our truths and what we uh, feel in that. And that also leaves room for change. Mm-hmm. I'm all about growth. I'm all about, uh, you know, trying to make sure that I, expand my mind expand my thought process and somebody else may have something that can challenge my thoughts and my in the way that i view things in a more you know in a positive way oh these crybabies are so good child you um, are wearing me out with sucking these crybabies <laughs> um and, I, and i'm here for that i'm here for mm-hmm. all of that growth and that learning because i want my opinions to change mm-hmm. i don't want to be stuck in the same place i should want i should walk out of this studio every week a different person a different mm-hmm. a different man um a different artist mm-hmm. because of the things that i learned and the things that we share here and that's what this is all about mm-hmm. and so you know Take it with a grain of salt, but also take it with a a, a seed. Mm-hmm. Take it as a seed. Plant. Plant for yourself the things that we we invest in this particular platform and plant it for yourself and, and see how it grows for you. Because your plant may be different than my mm-hmm. plant. We probably got the same seed. Come on now. And also, I want to provide clarity where it's not having a private conversation as a precursor to ask, is it okay for me to say something publicly? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, the other element is... When I was talking about uh, these women, 
they were all friends. They mm-hmm. were all close to each other, right? Right. And so in that regard, like if it's somebody who is So you like, got a pack with some people? Like my nigga who I'm close with. Um I've talked about this I've talked about this um to and with other playwrights. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a official like pat that I've made with them. Um but I'm talking about people, writers um, directors, actors, whatever the case may be, who I consider friends. Because um, I know, and now I can only speak for me, if somebody was not feeling my work, and I know like people out there um, have thoughts and opinions that is not always the best about my work, if I were to see a Facebook post, if I were to listen to a podcast and hear somebody who I consider a friend talk about the issues that they have about it, and you have my number, and you haven't addressed it, and with you me. haven't talked oh, to yeah. me about it, that would really hurt. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm talking about. Gotcha. But yeah, yeah, I'm always gonna approach my friends first mm-hmm. when I first see it. Like, like, what's up, nigga? What's going on? Like, what, what you was doing? your intention? Right. Talk to me. Talk, talk to, to me about, about this. that. Very that. <laughs> yes. Very that. Very this. Exactly. Hey, man. Okay, well, talk to me about your week. Um, since I can't remember what else I didn't do, <laughs> you were really in a haze. I'm telling you, like, wow. I mean, I had a lot going on, mm-hmm. and also, you know, like my, you know, I was a little extra last week on the show. Um, a little, just a little bit, you know, <laughs> just a little teeny just bit. A little bit. You got niggas, but drunk. I just, I didn't have <laughs> right. I just didn't have a, an outlet to express mm-hmm. what it is that I was feeling and all the emotions that I was feeling. Um, and mm-hmm. that was the most that it was able to come out. Mm-hmm. And so, because of that, because of those me being an adult now mm-hmm. and come on and, grown up you know walking in adult ways um <laughs> i couldn't really handle a situation how i normally would handle mm-hmm. it um and so i had to repress all that nigga in me <laughs> so <laughs> i had to repress all that nigga in me <laughs> so that was a little that was a little difficult so i mean it was just like i just felt like i was not myself i was like in an outer body it's experience a <laughs> oh, speaking of which, my friend um, Angela Perchette. Yeah, she's going. Speaking of which, is the key. I know what you about to say, and that's why this segue is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you wear me out. Is the nigga in me? Go ahead. Uh, my friend Angela Burchett, she because I've been waiting on this for months. Like, uh-huh. I've been from the time that she auditioned for this show and like she was going in for like mm-hmm. the final testing, mm-hmm. and then when she got when she booked it and she flew to Toronto mm-hmm. and like recorded everything and recorded this movie, she's gonna be in the Clark Sisters Lifetime by Come the pit. through. She's playing Jackie Clark Chisholm. Come through, and I like, and they are singing down to the ground. Down okay, when to I tell the you, but Angela is a Broadway girl. She's been mm-hmm. on this show before. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. actually should have had her back today if I could have. Mm-hmm. I would have thought about it. We would have knew in time. Oh my god! I'm gonna have. Oh, I'm gonna have her back on here. Yes, yes. I would live. Yes, I would because live. Last time we talked with Angel, she had not even been on Broadway yet. Oh wow! She had not really? been on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. We was, and I just kept saying, like, really? Angel, you about to be on Broadway? And then like, and little behold, behold, like a couple of weeks later, she booked it was color the color purple, purple right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so she's been on the show before. And we'd love to have her back, but she's you know Broadway girl. She's been um, on on the Broadway stage in the color purple she's also done the color purple national tour she's done hairspray she's done Smokey Joe's Cafe mm-hmm. she also uh, hosts the Lights Out on Broadway mm-hmm. uh, open mic session uh, with Chandra Prophet mm-hmm. and, uh, who's been on the show as well yes right mm-hmm. right um, and so yeah like that's why I'm so happy for her, like because I've been holding Same. this in for so long. It's like I don't even yes. know how to like express it anymore because it's just like I've been shouting for so long like, oh she sent gosh. me so many videos and clips and things mm-hmm. like during the process 
Uh, one of them where she's singing to Dorinda Clark Cole. Oh. She's actually getting to sing like one of her favorite. That's Dorinda about songs to make too. me cry. Oh, like it just, was just. Oh my god! It's so beautiful. That's a moment. Like, uh, like and so uh, the movie I don't think comes out until like the beginning of next year. But like we're gonna be celebrating for the next the <laughs> yes. rest of the year. Like, I know that's right. So uh, I'm just so excited. Congratulations! Yeah, congratulations! That happened this week too. So that's another reason why I was in the days too, because uh-huh. that all happened at once. What you laughing at? I'm still laughing at how you got there. That segue. It's the nigga in me made you think of Clark <laughs> Sisters. Because you like started singing movie, it, so I then know. I started thinking about it's a god in me. And I, I know. About and then I, I know about... how you got there. But it's a key how you got and, there. And I, and I just, my mind just went there and I said, speaking of which, like we really said something about. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Mercy, my um, anyway, go ahead and tell me about my your week. Niggas. Um... I had a very. You sure you don't want no more of these? Don't tears? don't ask me that. I don't. Do not ask me that. I absolutely do not. Yo, he got mad for a second. I couldn't even let you finish. I knew what you about to ask, and you was asking some bullshit. It's so good, um, and they sour too. How many are in that box? It's like a million that came out Tasty. already, and there's still a million these? more Tasty. left in there. Taste these, Chris. Oh my god! You don't like sour stuff? No, my teeth are So he good. What's wrong with your teeth? You look like you just got them done. Come on, Nene. What's, what's going on? What? Oh, Lord. Leave him anyway, be. Okay, come Leave on. Go be ahead. with these damn crybaby shits. Um, <laughs> crybaby like, tears. Like, just looking shits. at them get me upset. They're tears. Ew. <laughs> he put it right by his eye like he cried. <laughs> you know what that made me think of? Like, I can see you playing a poppy chula with a teardrop tattoo. <laughs> Listen, you know I love them rolls, too. Well, I get to be real hood. Oh That's what I'm about goodness. to get my abs popping. I'm about to get back in the gym. I got to get back on my shit. Like, because I can tell it my body chemistry and my the way mm-hmm. that I. I told you about. I was talking to you about this earlier about my self worth and mm-hmm. and how that's directly connected how I treat my body and mm-hmm. I have to get back on my shit. I've been smoking and doing all sorts of shit. I ain't got mm-hmm. no business doing. So it's about to be time for another detox. I mean, you took a little detour. I took a a, a big detour. I should have been like not taking it, but I like the weight on my body right now. Come on, like now. I got like a, a couple of extra pounds, but mm-hmm. just because I was working out and doing all that work before, mm-hmm. it's sitting different right now. So yeah, it's good or bad ooh, different. In a, in a great. So there you go. Great way, which I really love, but I want I need to do more of it. But go ahead. You will. Um, I had a really really nice week. I've 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 been talking about before. Um about just purpose and just like really being of service. And and that has been um, the guiding factor of just my existence as of lately and my week as well. And now I'm in a space of um, just wanting to do what I have to do to make sure that my soul is healthy. Um, And so like I've just been in that perpetual state and space of, as I talked about, like making sure that my personality aligns with my soul. Um, And so like for me, what that looks like is being able to take moments like for Danye, being able to have um, conversations um, with the creator, being able to have conversations with people who matter to me, being able to reach out to people who matter to me just to let them know that they matter to me. Um, I was home for just pretty much 24 hours but just to be able like to be with family and mm-hmm. and not taking those things for granted um i've been reading and i recently like but actually before getting um here to the studio finished reading this book called uh, i think i might have shared it um the seat of the soul by gary uh zukoff mm. um which is absolutely beautiful and when i finished reading it um 
I was on the train, headed from uh, headed back here from Philly, and so I finished it on the train. And when I got off the train, I was in Penn Station, and I literally started crying. Like I started crying because everybody who I saw, like all I kept thinking was like this person matters so much. This person deserves so much love. And like, how can I be kind to this person? Granted, I may never get to, I may never see those people who I saw at Penn Station again. Mm -hmm. And then I was walking down the street, just like everybody who I saw, I just kept thinking of like this person uh, matters so much. And it made me, with that thought process, I also was saying to myself, I know how quickly we can forget. I know how quickly we can change. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that I remember this moment and that I stay in this moment because situations and niggas will test you. Yeah. And with that being said, I may quickly come out of that because somebody is testing me or something is testing me. And I may forget all about like that exact moment. But with that, also being able to give myself grace and being soft with myself when those moments when I'm not thinking and being in uh, a better alignment and then being able to get back to that space of really operating from a place of like grace and love and like uh, servitude. So like that's been the overall biggest thing in my week on a personal level, on a creative level. Um, I saw a nice amount of shows. I've been doing like a lot of rewrites, um, gearing up for uh, some uh like productions and what have you um but yeah so i oh, i talked about saw uh tories um if uh ugly hurts then pretty must be a motherfucker which was you said it closed today closed at um playwrights horizon you said you didn't get to see it i think it's see it. if pretty hurts ugly must be a motherfucker. Mo yeah ugly must be a motherfucker at uh playwrights horizon um and i was really impressed i was impressed by so the story was about this uh, young girl who uh, was super duper pretty and she was envied. And like Tori talked about it in terms of being this like an African fable. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it was really nice to like see it through that lens. Um, it was maybe like almost two hours, no intermission. Mm. Um, so when I walked in, I was like, oh, Lord, this about to be a long mama jamma. Um, but <laughs> and look, like I'll be a hundred percent honest. Like I find myself even with like my work trying to make sure that like I tell a full story, but I tell a full story in like ninety minutes. Um, but like this was almost two hours, and it didn't feel long. It actually uh, really, really moved. Um, <laughs> there was a moment in it uh, where it, the only thing I can call it was like. A praise dance. It was a praise dance that happened. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. So it, it was, for me, it was a lot of, like, these turns that I didn't expect, that I didn't see coming, mm. um, which I thought was uh, really nice. And so that was Wednesday. And Friday, I saw Jeremy O'Harris's uh, daddy. And... The main thing I kept thinking was, I thought this when I saw Slave Play, just in terms of how tight his writing is. With this play, I went back to just how expansive his writing is. Because, and I don't want to do this, which is a like comparison because they're two different plays. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, and still there was it felt like a similar conversation that was uh, being had between the two plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but just thinking about how at least with Daddy, the writing felt so expansive. Um, and I, I actually like text Jeremy this like after seeing it. And I was challenged. I was challenged because we were talking about intention um, and like why you're writing what you're writing, uh, who you're writing for um, and what you're writing about. Um, I found myself challenged because I often say that blackness is not a monolith and Jeremy's plays that have been produced uh, as of lately um, and Jeremy reminds me that blackness is not a monolith um, Mm -hmm. because Jeremy is his own particular person. Um, His blackness is his blackness. Um, And so like watching his play, um, I saw Jeremy in the play um, and then it just made me think, okay, this may not be my story. Um, This like these people, I may not be able to like really, um, connect with um on a level versus like a nigga from philly or what have you because uh, mm-hmm. this play was set in i think bel-air and so like that was i think the biggest takeaway for me with seeing daddy was oh blackness like really is not a monolith um and i just thought that was so interesting i just thought that was so interesting I, and and that was for me the biggest takeaway like not even the like play itself but i think it was more so the like experience um of like being in that theater with of course as always so many white people mm-hmm. um and like them experiencing the play um and being able to see this like black man um who was the uh a lead of the play and just like exist in this like white world um and try to like find his identity and navigate through his identity in this white world and also at least for me feeling like comfortable and at home in this white world Mm -hmm. which um this nigga right here wouldn't be feeling comfortable so i just thought Mm -hmm. like that was really interesting that okay just because this black person feels comfortable and sees themselves in this space doesn't take away from their blackness um and then uh the dicks was just flapping up in that play. It was flapping? Mm. It was enough to be flapping? <laughs> the dicks was flapping as they were jumping in the pool, getting out the pool. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, and I, I will say that as well. Like, the set was absolutely gorgeous. Like, people actually jumped into the pool to go swimming, and I felt bad for the people that were on, like, the first two rows. Because um, they was getting wet. They got wet as fuck. And, like, it got, like, it happened a multitude of times when people jumped in the pool, and, like, everybody else in the audience would laugh because, like, we just saw those people getting wet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was really funny. And then also I said um, I went home, one, two, um, just, like, be with my people. And then also um, I saw uh, Malika O'Yateman directed um august wilson's how i learned what i learned mm-hmm. which is uh, just like a one-man show of pretty much like the man behind the plays mm-hmm. and it was absolutely gorgeous it was so minimal in terms of like the only things it was done in a round so the only things mm-hmm. that were on the stage uh, was a stool and like a bench and everything else was just the story. Yeah. Um, and did I you just, see that signature when Ruben did it? I didn't see it, but oh. I heard how amazing that was. Yes. I heard right. how amazing that was. And how August Wilson told him that 
he was the one to do it. Like he had to be the one to. Mm, I to wish I I wish I saw that because um, what I saw at Atlantic, not Atlantic. What I saw at the Art and Theater in Philly was absolutely gorgeous. And the actor, um, his name is Cass. Um, he was amazing. I was like, oh, I've never met August um, a day in my life. But I was like, oh, this is August Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, if I had to imagine how August was, I'd be like, oh, this is who August was because yeah. this guy is giving me the full spirit of August. And I think that's also a testament, one, to um, the amazing uh, uh, direction that uh, uh, Malika uh, led with, but then also just how amazing that, like, script was. Yeah. It was the bomb.com. Yeah. So that was uh, my week. Okay. Well, that's what's up. But, yeah, I've just and been I'm on still, a journey. Like, I'm, I'm glad you got to see him, but I'm still mad I didn't get to see Daddy in it pretty hurts yeah oh and then because it was like how it always happened like it was really like so last minute with um uh if if pretty hurts um i think i got like you, the ticket, like, by, you went by yourself the day yeah i got the ticket like the day before um and like y'all this this is the thing that be wearing me out with theaters is like tickets are so pricey like are. tickets are so pricey and like the thing for me is i want so badly for um like beyond these white people to go see the shows but tickets cost so much money and like niggas ain't gonna take chances of spending all this money and then they may might not even like the show that they see they spent all the money for and so like figuring out a way to and like I, I know their things but like really figuring out like a way to make it uh more affordable um but like, luckily, um, I was able to get uh, a bit of a hookup for Daddy, so that made oh, it a bit easy. Come on, hookup! It made it a bit easy breezy. Beautiful Shoes. cover girl. I wish you you went by yourself to Daddy too. I did. You gotta start calling me. Stop going by yourself. I did. I I literally like it happens every single time because it's always I literally do be forgetting. I just be so hyped. I'm be like, okay, let me hurry up and get this before just I forget before, before I sell out. Just start texting me before, please, yeah. because I'm meant to go see both of those, and I just didn't have the energy to mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was actually going to try to go today, too, to at least one of them, Ooh. and still didn't make it. Oh, like, wow. I just didn't have it in me. I didn't know pretty clothes. Wait, I, f- I feel like pretty. Are you sure clothes? I feel like it got I'm extended to, like, sure. April. No, let me let me double check before I didn't get to line. And lead the people to spray. Uh, what the word I'm trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I about to say a spray. Lead the people astray. No, it closes today, March 31st. Wow, I thought it was extended to like the seventh. Nope. Uh. Oh well, my bad. Yo, bad indeed. My bad. Um. Okay. Well, we gonna move right along. What are we moving along to? I said what I said. That hurt my eardrums. I mean. Are right, you ready? Am I ready? Yeah. Oh, because it's my turn. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> it's my turn. It's my monologue. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Are you ready? That's what I should you say. You better believe it. You sure? Oh, yeah, I better. Oh, okay. I hope I get it. Here we go. A divorce. I won't go to the Million Man March and my wife says she wants a divorce. She doesn't want to offend me completely, so she hedges for a moment. Then, Lewis, she says... Lewis, I was thinking, I think I'd like a divorce. A divorce? Yes, a divorce. A divorce? A divorce. A divorce? Why? Well, she says, you, I, well, I say, well, it's just because of that, 
My wife and I have been married for 25 years. She says she thought about it for quite some time now, about nine or ten years. And it seems that there's this resistance I have to looking at myself. You won't go to the Million Man March, she says. The Million Man March? Apparently it's interfering with our relationship. I asked if there's someone else. She says it would be easier if there were someone else less ex- existential. But no, no, there's not. She says there's a story to a person's life, a, a dimensionality, because each person has a greater personhood within them. But if a person compartmentalizes their life like I do, she says, then they deny the dimensionality of themselves, and that's difficult because you you never feel like you're getting the whole person. Our relationship is about total honesty and, you know, Lewis, you're black. Yes. It's all about your father, she says. I didn't go to his funeral. It's been a year. I haven't even visited his grave. What kind of man wouldn't... I wasn't close to my father. What about your great-grandfather, Simon? He died when I was 10. You said you were very close. When I was 10... You won't go to the Million Man March. A million ma- a million black men are gathering in public, and you won't go. And maybe it's because you're married to a white woman. But I don't think that you should use the, the fact that I'm white as an excuse to, to erase your history. You want a divorce because I don't want to march on Washington. Not as any form of protest, but just to announce to the world that I'm black. It's also because of housework. Housework? I never commit. I say I'm going to do the dishes or vacuum or, the, or fix the hinges on the door, and I just don't do it. Feng Shui, that Feng Shui book her sister gave her, that's what this is about. That book is Chinese, and she's white. You think maybe she's denying her culture? I've learned a lot from Feng Shui. Your house has to be in order. The fact that it came from the Orient is not the point. She leaves. The house is empty, emptier than I can imagine. I have the sensation of being watched. I watch my wife leave, and as she leaves, I divorce myself from myself. I become two selves, myself and then the self that watches myself. Let me set this. Maybe I might be eating my own words when I say I don't even think I need to set it, but I will set it. Okay. Is it Tanya Barfield, Blue Door? (laughs) I'm so mad that you got this. (laughs) I'm so mad that you got this. Wow! How did you get this? I have one minute and fifty nine seconds to spare. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at me! <laughs> How did you get this? Did you see my paper? I did not see your paper, but I did see Blue Door at and look at the universe. I saw Blue Door at Art and Theater, which I was just at yesterday, where I saw how I learned oh, what I wow. learned. And the actor who played August Wilson played the um, not the character that you read, but the other character who uh-huh. plays multiple characters in that play. Oh wow! And Maliko Yateman was the assistant director for that play. <laughs> look at that! Wow! Look at that! Well, you did it, girl. Look at that! I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I can't stand you. <laughs> Thank I love you. you so much. But like literally, you. like. I want to say after the first or second sentence, I was like, oh, this is Blue Door by Tanya, Tanya Barfield. Well, why you let me go on for so long? So that people could hear it. It's not oh, yeah, it's yeah. like. Okay. Okay. I it's get not you. just about me. It's so that people <laughs> could get to hear new things, yeah. new shits and stuff. Yeah, go and read that play. I haven't read the whole thing as of yet, but I'm getting into it. Yeah, it was uh, really, really good. And and literally, as, as I was listening to it, what popped into my mind, which was like, wow, this is. It was so interesting because this was, I, I don't remember how many years ago it was when I saw this play at the Arden Theater. Um, and like, I didn't clock it then, but just hearing it now, I clocked it. was like, that is a big statement of this white woman trying to have this black man um, be in alignment with his blackness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how I feel about that. 
I don't know how I feel about that at all. And then also, and I was just like, wow, all all things are aligning. Because then I was just thinking about what I was just talking about with um, Daddy and um, like that play and more so like Jeremy um, making me like really think about like blackness not being a monolith and like mm-hmm. his black is his black and then i was just thinking about um the the character in this play like that character's black is like their black like i was going to say even if the character is not like outwardly um loving and being in like alignment with their with their blackness i don't know like literally just this white woman telling this black man that you need you to go be, to the Million right. Man March, and I, I don't know. It just it made me think about all of those things. Yeah, at once. But I yeah, understand. and it makes me think of something else. But I don't want to bring it back up. Ooh. So okay, because the part of the play I've been talking about, there's a scene called uh, "The Nigga Who Missed the March." Uh. Uh. Anyway, so um, this play was Blue Door by Tanya Barfield. Uh, It was produced in 2006 at Playwrights Horizon here in New York City, and it starred Reggie Cathy, rest in peace, Mm. and Andre Holland. Oh, wow. Um, Andre was doing... He was doing the work. He was doing the the good work for a long time. People just weren't even paying attention to that. But he's been in the game. Because that role he played is... Well, both roles are really, really um, good. That role though is super juicy for yeah. an actor because it's multiple um, characters being yeah. played. Come through, come through. So we're gonna get into the hot topics. Amen. Lord have mercy. Um. So one of the hot topics this week is is a center from last week. Um. The girl that did the homophobic comics from mm-hmm. the Color Purple. Her. I about to say who was arrested. She wasn't arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me spreading lies. <laughs> well, you know that's what the girls do nowadays. They spread lies. Uh, <laughs> but uh, here on this show, we talk about uh, the truth. And today, the truth is, um, the young lady Sai Omumba um, has been dropped by her talent agency mm. because of the the homophobic comments and the departure from the Color Purple and all that mess that social media sort of, you know, I mean, uprooted her life. Uh, she was dropped from her talent age. She, like, Lord and that's so mercy. crazy because, like, did she did she have a chance to change? Like, like you were talking about, like, yeah. did she have a chance to grow from these statements? Um, man, like, it's so, like, she's no longer listed as a client. The... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they had a page dedicated to her on the website. It's, 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 it's no it's longer removed, there. Right. Um, Not agency, available. Right. The agency denied comment on the issue. Um, they said we are cutting our losses. Yeah. And this is from a post back to 2014. Like, the internet is forever, y'all. The and internet really is forever. And then also, like, the internet can, it can be your best friend and it can be your worst enemy in terms yeah. of, like, everything being forever. And then also, it's like, I wonder how much of the decision for her um, agency to let her go is contingent upon just like backlash, like oh, from the everything internet. Everything's on the backlash, right? Like if it's like if everything like is from the backlash. I would imagine if she um, had a bit more fame, like a larger name, and maybe uh, brought a whole bunch of money to this agency. They would be trying to find a way. They would have a PR person to like make it work. Yeah, she would release a, exactly yeah, release yeah, like a statement. Blah blah blah. 
Um, yeah, she would. She would have. It would be a whole different story. She was Cynthia Revo, would not even. It would be a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so crazy. Woo, child. But well, I guess you know that's the way the cookie crumbles. Sometimes she's not booked in blast right now. Not right now, but maybe you know if she stays silent and just like duck <laughs> off into the. Because that's what you got to do. You got to just like, go off into the. It, it don't matter what happens. It don't matter what people say. Go off into the wilderness. Don't say anything. For a few years, maybe. You think for a few years? Well, because this is like that extreme where she has to like. Well, you know what? That's a lot. I, I don't think. Maybe may- she's going to change her name. Maybe not for her for a few years. It might be like for a few months. If it was somebody that had like a larger name, mm-hmm. like maybe they would have to have waited for like a longer time. But like all they got to do is Google her and they going to remember. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is. Yeah. Wow. And like I said, who and like knows, her maybe career she did was going change, so well not. too. Like she was, everything was going well, and all of a sudden, 2014 just popped back up into her life. Like was somebody look like they had to been looking for it. Like, but even still, like it's just, just like rolling through. Back forever? in 2014, that's five years. Like when I think about what I was doing five years ago, I don't want nothing coming. That's when we was shooting a modern day black gay wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't want nothing coming back from 2014. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and then just thinking about like. Twitter has been around since what, like two thousand nine, right? And so, just imagine tweets from then. Listen, you can. Uh, this is why I deleted all my tweets from like two, after like two thousand thirteen. I deleted all my tweets because of the fact that we, when Twitter first came out, <laughs> the nigga wasn't was wilding. No, wasn't no celebrities on there like mm-hmm. that. Like it was just regular people you would meet, and we, you would be some of the craziest jokes, some <laughs> of the the out, most outlandish things were said on. Like that's how I met most of my friends mm-hmm. that I have to this day that we moved to New York together. You know, Crystal mm-hmm. and, and Kid Fury and Dustin mm-hmm. and Asante, like. I've known these people for years, literally since 10 years now, since mm-hmm. like 2009, 2010. And we said some crazy off the wall, like things that would you would get canceled for now. Like you cannot, you just so cannot say it. Like there's no way. I mean, how social media works. But even when you think about it too, like even with like the Kevin Hart joke mm-hmm. back in the day where he was talking about, you know, his son being gay and him doing, you know, hitting mm-hmm. his son upside the head. Back then we... I was gay. We laughed at that. Like uh-huh. that was stuff that we laughed at because it was just socially acceptable. Yeah. Um. It was. It wasn't even a thought process because we had been so in, it had been so ingrained in us this mm-hmm. homophobic type of thinking, thinking and, and yeah. lifestyle. Like that was funny to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even when you watch Eddie Murphy Raw or when you watch, um, uh, uh Richard Pryor. It just was what it was. It was what it was, and and we laughed at those things mm-hmm. but doesn't make it okay like you know now that you've come into some knowledge you've started to learn you know those things were damaging those yeah. things fueled a type of rhetoric and, and uh, ideology that that get people hurt they get people killed and so it's like when you know better you do better but like it's crazy how quickly times can change and how things can like be and you season. can change yeah. with the time and you change with the time literally yeah. something that you tweeted years ago Exists, we'll come back to haunt you, and yeah. people will bring it up. But come on, pop. That actually, <laughs> that actually hurt a little bit because I burned the roof of my <laughs> mouth yesterday, y'all. That's why you want no more crybaby tears, and because they nasty. They is not nasty. <laughs> they like sour sweet tarts. How many more is left in there? Because you just keep y'all. This little box is so small, <laughs> and every time it's like. 29 of these little sweet tarts be coming out. She's like, how many is left like, in there? damn. Anyway, let's move right, right along. along. <laughs> <laughs> May her career rest in peace. Yeah, okay. Damn, don't say rest in peace. Maybe it can be revived. 
I hate that. Like, make her career be resurrected. Yeah, yes, I mean, because no matter what, like I want, I still want people to like. I want people to grow. I want people to learn. A hundred percent. And maybe this is her learning experience, and she'll grow from that and make her a better artist. Mm-hmm. She might be a better actor for something, for another project. Maybe it's a homophobic play that she can be in. That can teach her, or she can pass on the lessons. Or maybe because literally, I just started thinking, or maybe she could play a lesbian. She's gonna be eating coochie. Uh, that, well, she was already about to do that in the color purple. <laughs> like I know the undertones, but she wasn't gonna be in no coochie. Like I want to see something where like well, she, she like re- gotta really be in the coochie. Well, like that would whoa, that would be a play. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy O'Hare <laughs> it sound like right now I'm just saying I'm just saying. I don't know if I would like would want to see her like eat the coochie but you gotta say it like that <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like why are you saying it so hard eat the coochie like <laughs> I feel like I feel like as a homosexual with certain words that like you just really gotta they just don't roll off our tongue, tongue like so that. like you really gotta pronounce it so like I don't know if I want her to eat the coochie but <laughs> A play where she is a lesbian. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think we see enough lesbian plays. We actually don't. I want to see, like, I want to see a play about, like, the hood club where the lesbians be, well, it's a gay club, but the lesbians be taking it over because they ain't got no other spot. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be happening, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to see, like, a stud, like, black studs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, like, lesbians. I want to see a play on that. Write it. I don't. That's not my world. <laughs> I don't live in that world. <laughs> that's why I want to see a play on it so I can know more about. Like I want to see more about it. <laughs> yeah, that's not my. That's not that's your wheelhouse. Uh. Uh-uh. Lord have mercy. But anyway, uh, speaking of what else is not my wheelhouse, Macbeth <laughs> is coming to the big screen, starring uh, Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. I actually um, got really excited about this one though. I did too. Because like they both act their asses yeah. off. So I think this is gonna be slayage. Um Macbeth has never been my thing. I'm not really like the biggest Shakespeare person. Mm-hmm. Even though I do get into the text, mm-hmm. especially when it's broken down and done right. Mm-hmm. It can be so beautiful. Yes, it can. Um but it's never really been my thing. Like mm-hmm. I have to really like prep. I have to do a lot of prep work to go see a Shakespeare piece. Mm-hmm. I have to do like Synopsis. I have to go into get into some really good text and like really just start thinking about the characters. I can't just go and watch a brand new. I and mean, then like, also like not new, everybody can do it. Everybody right. can't do it because like and those then, meters are no joke. And then also there, some people can do it and then some people can't do it and they be in the same play. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that just be taking me out. And it just cancels everything out. It, everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand are bringing Shakespeare back to cinemas. The uh, Tony and Oscar winners are in talks to co-stars Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. Wow, they both are Tony and Oscar winners? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, She. I know she won an Oscar and a Tony, mm-hmm. and so did he. Come through. Yeah. Uh, they are going to be doing it in a new major motion picture adaption of the Scottish play according to Deadline. Joe Cohen will adapt and direct the iconic tragedy. Uh, Washington is is no sh- stranger to Shakespeare. He uh, played the title role of uh, Julius Caesar in mm-hmm. the 2005 production on Broadway. Uh, McDormand uh, won an Oscar, earned her Tony for uh, a play called Good People, and won her Oscar for Fargo and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Did you watch that movie, Three Billboards? I didn't. It's actually really good. You should get into that. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, her performance is, is everything. I yeah. can imagine. She's a really She's great a actress. Um, so that's happening. Uh, the uh, more further details on the Macbeth film will be announced soon, but there's not 
no date or anything as of yet. Just those two people in talks of being the leads. Um, what else is going on? The Outsiders stage musical. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, so like the Outsiders is like a required book, um, and like. Like, everybody in school had to read that you damn book. You had to read the book. Like, there was, like, no getting around it. But um, Lisa Tommy, uh, Tony nominee for Eclipsed and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, director of Queen Sugar. Um, she's been doing good on all the projects. She's directing she Jay Hud and Aretha Franklin biopic. She is doing it. She is doing it. So she'll be directing this musical at Chicago Goodman, set to run wow, from June 20th on. through August you 2nd, 2020. Um, I'm just going to put it out there that one day I'm going to be working with you, Lizzo. I want you to direct something to mine. Yes, get into that. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, too. I already got plans. Listen, we're just going to call her up and just tell and her, I like, got hey, some plans. you got some plans? I'm going to make Is some things happen. Is the lesbian play, play? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not writing that one. <laughs> I'm not writing that um, one. So, yeah, that should be good. Uh, the world premiere was announced. Oh, the world premiere. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Okay, we already did that. Um, they also have a couple other plays coming to um, for their 2019-2020 season. Uh, Graveyard Shift by Cord. Oh, uh, really? We'll be there at the Goodman. Mm-hmm. Oh, come through. And uh, School Girls of the African Mean Girls play. By come Dawson on, Bia. we'll be there as well. So making Chicago debuts out in this bitch. Oh, let's get it. So I love that. Congratulations, Cord and Jocelyn. Yes, and Lee. I saw Graveyard Shift um, when he presented it. Uh, at the new school, his final year there. Yeah, yeah, and it was so good, and it was, whew, like I don't know how much it 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 has changed. Um, but that like last scene is no joke. Yeah, it's whew, no joke. I can't y'all. wait to see it. I look forward to it. Come through. Um, the Book of Mormon celebrated eight years on Broadway. Oh, have mercy. I don't know if we talked about that. Nope. Um, never even saw it. You never saw the Book of Mormon. Mm-mm. Wow, that you mean know, I got um, to? I think you should. I mean, it's a it's a Brian Tyree Henry was in it. That's what you about to say. I I was gonna say that because that was uh, the first time I saw the the play because mm-hmm. Brian was on Broadway when I first visited New York for the first time, and so I got to see the show with him in it. Um, how did you know I was gonna say that? I I literally just I felt your energy, like Thanks. like like literally I saw you like like prop the mic mic up a little bit. But I didn't even, like, say his name at all. Did I say his name? Like, did I even say... You didn't. I just, like, I uh, knew you were going to say that. Well, Brian was a part of the original cast. He Come played the, the general. Uh, you know, me and Brian. And then also, I think another reason why is because he's black, and you wanted to give me blackness. Uh, true. Yes. You know, I was trying to, <laughs> trying to stay in the black land. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, so, it's just so funny now to see him blow up, and he was on Broadway <laughs> in a musical. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Brian being in a musical is just funny all the way around. <laughs> Why? But just because he's just not a, a musical person. He's really? Just, yeah, like, just... did you think that when you saw the show? No, no, no. Because his character is not like, you just have to see the show. Okay. It's not like, it's no, it's not a good thing. or I mean, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, It's just funny. It's um, just funny. It is. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a funny thing. It's just funny. Um, speaking of what else is funny, Patty Lapone is going to be on Pulse. Oh, speaking <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Speaking of what else is funny, what that is, is that funny? <laughs> Patty Lapone is going to be on polls. This show about black, queer, and transgender uh, people <laughs> that set in the 80s. And then here come Patty Lapone. Your segue is taking me out. Speaking <laughs> of what else is funny, <laughs> does it like say what her character is going to be? Um, it, it really doesn't. The details on Lapone's role are currently being kept under wraps. Is what it says, but like, 
Lapone uh, says she watched the first five episodes of the first season and she's blown away by the trans actors. I'm very excited that I'll be acting with them and with Billy Porter. So she connected to them and Billy Porter in some kind of way. And sure enough. Like, like I wonder how did that come to be that like she make a call like, hey, I want I love the show. I would love to be on it. That like they just write the role and was like, Patty would be great for it. Like I'm just curious about how that came to be. I don't know, but be. I mean it's it's Ryan Murphy, so you know he worked with her. But on, he worked with her on. Um, you know, he'd be doing all these shows and stuff. It might have been like Feud or something. She was on some one of these shows. She was mm-hmm. on Feud or probably it was American Horror Story. She was on American Horror Story. Oh. Uh, but I know she's worked with Ryan Murphy before. Okay. Um, yeah, it's so crazy. Oh, uh, remember we talked about Susan Douglas from The Parenthood? Mm-hmm. That she's supposed to be in this off-road way said, of love? And your funny-ass segues. I remember you were like, and speaking of grandmas... No, I did not say that. That was that segment. No, it was not. No, it was actually, and it was, and speaking to everybody and their grandma, that was the exact segue. <laughs> speaking to everybody and their grandma. <laughs> anyway, she's not going to be in the play no more. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Brenda Presley Ooh. will now start an upcoming show. She's backed out because of uh, personal reasons. So <laughs> if you don't cut that shit out. Anyway, she's not going to Did y'all figure it out yet? <laughs> no. Let us nobody, know next week. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody is going to let you know what that is. They don't care. Oh, um, no. So Brenda Presley is taking over for the role, so you can't see the mama from Parenthood on, on Off-Broadway no more. Um, <laughs> that's what I wanted to tell y'all, because I want y'all saying, like, he told me she was in this show, and she ain't in the show no more. She ain't. Um, yeah. Um, but <laughs> Ain't Too Proud has the... Like their box office is banging right now. Yes, of like, course. They hit the million the million dollar mark. Yes, uh, for for one week of sales, and so like that's like a huge deal uh, for them to be like making this much money out the gate. Out, come on the gate. now. So I'm so proud of them. Like come the show on is, now. is going to be a success. Like I mean, it's a success now. Like so many people are mm-hmm. talking about it. They were on uh, the late night show. Was it the late night show? Or the Tonight Show. One of them damn one shows, them shows that come on at nighttime where a white guy hosting it. <laughs> Right, it's about three or four of them. So and we can't one get of one black person. <laughs> one well, we got of Trevor them. Noah, the Daily Show. Is that, does that even count? I don't know, actually. That's not the same as a, a, a late night show, is it? I don't know. That's because he had like a show. newsstand desk, not like at a... You know, like a, And like that's structured differently. I don't know. Yeah, it's not It's not the same. I don't think it's the same. Um, so we need our own. Like we need Arsenio Hall. Like Arsenio oh, Hall yeah, used to do the thing, but like remember, I think he's problematic now. Remember with Sinbad? And he yeah. Sinbad would... Oh my gosh. How old are you? <laughs> you remember that? You remember that, Chris? Yes, but how old are you? <laughs> but why are you doing it? <laughs> I can't take that it. It was so funny with his woot woot. What else was it? it? Raise the roof. Didn't he tell you to raise the roof all the time? Uh, uh, he might have. <laughs> you don't remember that? You remember that, Chris? Thank you very much. <laughs> he probably did, yes. I probably remember him saying raise the roof. But the whoop, whoop, whoop is what I really remember. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of Billy Porter, too, we talked about, we were talking about polls mm-hmm. earlier, but Billy Porter is directing um, a play at the Huntington Theater Company oh, come on, uh, for the 2019-2020 season. He's doing a production by Dan McCabe. Uh, it's ah. a world premiere play called The Purist. Um, the Purist follows a former rapper, a DJ, and a show tune loving telesales director who have become an unlikely group, hanging out and sparring about music on a stoop in Queens. When an impromptu rap battle erupts between two younger female MCs, everything gets questioned. Uh, the Huntington's new season of shows also includes a couple of other shits. Sweat is in there, uh, The Bluest Eye. 
couple of other uh, shits. And that's actually so interesting and amazing. Uh, last summer, when I was at uh, New York Stage and Film, um, uh, doing a workshop reading of uh, my play, The North Star, um, Dan McCade and uh, Billy Porter were also there doing a workshop reading of the play that you're just talking about right now. Oh, wow. So that's so uh, dope. Oh, yeah, they were. Because remember we ran into them mm-hmm. at the, yeah. At the little shop shop. Oh, wow. So that's so dope. Wow, come through. That's crazy. They're mm-hmm. getting ready, man. They be lining up their projects in advance. Yes, they do. Um, the Olivia Awards are coming. So, like, it's about to be up on award season, like, real quick here soon. Before you know Fast it. Fast in a hurry. Um, so, but the Olivier Awards, they've already announced, uh, their nominees and stuff. And, oh, did they? Um, Come on yeah, they announced the nominees and, like, they announced, uh, presenters and all that good stuff. But Tina, the, uh, Tina, the Tina Turner musical mm-hmm. will be performing, so Adrian Warren is going to be performing. They just released her cast album stuff this week, too. Oh, really? She's singing, like, the voices she's created for uh-huh. this show. I don't know how she's doing it, but, like, it is, it is everything. Ooh. She's... She is amazing, um, and it sounds so great on record too. Like mm. it sounds really, really good. And when is it so coming? Shout here? out to Adrian is it next Warren. year? Uh, it should be the end of this year. The end maybe? of this year. Okay. Don't give me the lion. Um, well, either way, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. So the Olivier Awards will take place April the seventh. Um, so you can usually watch that on like YouTube. They usually have like a stream because it's in the UK, so it's not oh, like wow. on television uh-huh. here. So you have to watch it like on YouTube or online. Someplace. Yes, YouTube. Um, Just go to YouTube real quick. Well, because they have their own channel, so because mm-hmm. they know that people in America can't watch it, so mm-hmm. they stream it. Uh, so people can watch part, it so on YouTube. It, yeah. Um, so that's good. That's popping. Um, what else? Oh, um, <laughs> TLC has decided. Are you cracking up? Why are you cracking up? <laughs> what news is this given? TLC has decided that they're working on music for uh, to give their story to Broadway treatment. Oh. So uh, <laughs> Chili told the news and told the, when she was <laughs> Chris is over there like oh okay <laughs> Chili told the news that we're working on a TLC musical and TLC on Broadway like that was two different projects I just I'm confused about that so she, she said, said they're working on she said we're working this is the statement quote we're working on the TLC musical and, and TLC on Broadway okay um, she said we're going to create new music for those projects as well I, I bet they're going to be so excited for theater school <laughs> So, like, I'm confused. It's like, it's a musical, but then also it's TLC on Broadway. So it's like, it feels like two different things. And she said that we're going to create new music for those projects as well. So, one, if you're doing a musical about TLC, why are you creating new music? <laughs> like, what, what, what I mean, music is necessary? I mean, they literally could pull uh, Bruce Springsteen. Remember when he was on Broadway? It was literally was just a concert. And literally, the reviews were, oh my God. music for that. I have no idea. Because I ain't going to see it. We ain't see that. But like, literally, the review was like, oh my gosh, this is life changing theater. The best single thing. It was just, literally just this motherfucker sitting at a piano playing songs. So I wonder if like that's like, what they might be giving. TLC. They might give a concert <laughs> on Broadway. Had, but see, this, and this news has sort of picked up and everybody's been talking about it because this is on, you know, Broadway.com mm-hmm. and Broadway World and it was on thatgrapejuice.net. Oh, wow. It's being talked like, about. It's been talked about, but she only said two sentences. <laughs> she said, we're working on a TLC musical and TLC on Broadway. We're, create, we're going to create new music for those projects as well. Well, and, and then she said those projects. So it's, it's two different projects, it's, it's two different things. TLC the musical uh-huh. and TLC on Broadway. And so we're gonna get their story. What does that mean? We, it's, we're gonna get their story. So just think the Lifetime. No, was it was it was a VH1. It's a VH1. Think of like the VH1 special, but on Broadway. And then think about a TLC concert on Broadway. 
So that's the musical part. Which one is a musical and which one is TLC on Broadway? TLC on Broadway is the them two on stage singing songs while they have to create new music. With Elisa Left Eye Lopez hologram. If that's the route they want to take, that's the route they want to take. But new music. And with new music. And then they're going to have a musical, which is going to be something separate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the four nine yards, a set, lights. I guess so. Costumes. Um, do you? Lisa Left Eye Lopez has been you know been dead since two thousand two. Can you believe that? Wow, Ain't that's that almost crazy? twenty years. Like that's crazy. Yes, it is. Like, and Aaliyah died in two thousand one, didn't she? Yes, she did. I can't believe it. Wow, man, we getting up there, Jesus. Time be going by so fast. It do be going by fast. God um, have mercy. Yeah, I can't believe that. Um, back into awards season, Brandon Victor Dixon and BB Newworth, who I love, I love BB. Mm-hmm. She's so great. Um, will announce the 2019 Tony Award nominations. That'll be happening April 30th um, at 8:30 a.m. All right, now. I hate going to that. It'd be so early in the morning. It's be like that's how I they do not, it. I might not go to show. I might just like stay at home and watch it on TV with everybody else. Mm. Would you have somebody else go? No. Okay. I mean. Watch me and watch me get up and be there in the morning. <laughs> That's why I asked, would you have somebody else go? Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so that's happening April 30th, 8.30 a.m. Tony nominations are coming. You got any, anybody that you think is going to be nominated? Anybody you hoping or anything you've seen that you like that um, should really get the recognition? No, I don't. Because I haven't seen that many things on Broadway. Like, a lot of the things that I see are off-Broadway. Um, but, like, I've been hearing a lot of things about... Um, is Ain't Too Proud eligible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's eligible. That's literally the, the, the first thing and the main thing that, like, comes to mind. Like, how about you? Um, what have you seen on Broadway that you like, yes... They're going to um, get nominated. That's going to get nominated. Well, Ancient Proud is definitely going to get nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's. I'm not going to be surprised about that. Um, the Prom is something mm-hmm. I think is going to get nominated. Mm-hmm. Hades Town. Um, mm-hmm. That's very interesting work. I think that's going to get you know some some good recognition. I can't wait to see Tootsie. I think they start previews this week. Oh wow! You know the movie Tootsie. Mm-hmm. So it's a musical now. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder what that's going to be looking like, and if if, if that will be even be eligible, because will it be open in time? I don't know if it's. That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. The Hades sound will be open in time. Um, I like to think so, but I don't know. I need to know what the cutoff date is for the Tonys. Um, I can't remember what the cutoff date is. April twenty ninth. Is it? I'm just made that up. The day before. <laughs> the, the nominations come out. <laughs> the the day before. Um. But I don't know. I think this is going to be a big year for uh, Ain't Too Proud mm-hmm. and Hades Town, um, just because Hades Town is like the most different. Uh, but then, like the play aspect network was uh, uh, something uh-huh. that was like and probably about. and to kill a mockingbird. Yeah, I'm about to say probably that one too because yeah, everybody been talking about yeah, that. Yeah, everybody been talking about that like a mug. But to kill a mockingbird is like one of the the things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're gonna see what's popping. Um, I think that's all our hot topics. Oh, besides uh, Leslie Odom Jr. to join, uh, he's been cast in a Sopranos movie prequel. Oh, my so, gosh. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. It's called uh, The Many Saints of Newark. Uh, it's a big screen prequel the to Many the Emmy-winning Emmy TV series The Sopranos. 
Uh, the film is scheduled to be released September 25th to 2020. Okay, come on through. Um, but this is good for you know Leslie. We haven't really seen Leslie in a lot since since Hamilton. Like he's mm-hmm. done uh, you know a couple of films, but like nothing that's put him like in the immediate. And it seemed like a, like a serious media well, also, drama. It, yeah, and, but he also he's doing that comedy that uh, the ABC church comedy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's got some things lined up. He just you know I think he took time to be a dad and. Um, you know, God bless his family. Yeah, so Come on we now. rooting for you, Leslie, and That's we need another album important. too soon. Like we, we love to hear you sing too. Like that Get boy it. can sing. That boy can sing. Come on now. Um, and, and didn't didn't Amber do a track with him? She did. She did. On, like she his was last, featured on his, his, his last jazz album. album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, she's on there. So go and check that out. Get get all the plays, all the streams. Um, so yeah, that's all our hot topics for today. I think that's we covered it. them. We got it in. We, we got everything did. we needed to do. Um, I did want to introduce a new segment though. What's this new segment? But I think I'll wait. I'm about to yeah. I'm like, do you want to introduce it now? I'll wait till Amber. Yeah, I'll wait till Amber's here. But I think we talked about it briefly about. Yeah, but okay, we, but don't say it. I think we did. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember you talking about wanting yeah, to do yeah. a new segment. Oh, I remember it now. <laughs> I remember it now. <laughs> you over it? No, I'm not over. It. I just remember it now. Okay. Well, we, you know, we'll probably introduce it next week, and I'm, I promise y'all that when Amber gets back, we will announce who won. I said what I said contest. But Amber's not here this week, and I didn't send them the video clips from Yet again. last week. So, what, but it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, okay. I will send them this week, I promise you. Okay. Um, you know, I told you, like, I wasn't in my own body. Okay. <laughs> Why are you trying to find so many different ways to say okay? Okay. <laughs> you already did that way. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> You ever see, you know, literally it's because you ever see Key and Peele? It's the episode, well, one of the sketches on uh, Key and Peele where Jordan Peele was playing this uh, girl literally the whole time all she says is okay in a million different ways. You know what I'm talking about, Chris? It's the funniest thing ever. Is it? Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, y'all. So uh, please send us your listener letters. Offbook at broadwayblack.com. That's the email address. I know some people have been asking, like, what's the email address because they don't hear it. You can always find it in the description, but it's offbook at broadwayblack.com. Okay. <laughs> and I'm so glad we don't have no listener letters today, so Danya can't do his intro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are not about to do this for the rest of the time. <laughs> okay. And he's, like, really cracking himself <laughs> up right now. <laughs> like he... Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to not. I'm gonna need you okay. To, I need you to not for real. Okay. <laughs> Yo, like he is down. He's you know he down when he start banging on the table. Like he can't. He can't even take it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we ain't gonna be before you long. We about to be out of here. Diane, stop! Like what is happening? They can hear it. What that sound like, y'all? Let us know. Email us. No, <laughs> no. Send us your questions, and <laughs> and whoever figured out get a prize. They get. I don't know. No, no, they won't get those. They, no, you're not giving away my crybaby tears. I don't think nobody wants those. Who don't? You. You don't only want to want them. Shit. Them things is good. How many boys in here? Oh, thank God. There's <laughs> <laughs> one left. They lasted me the whole episode. <laughs> Amen. Yes, they did. Anyway, thank y'all for tuning in to a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We've hit our mark and we've done it right now. I'm Drew Shade. I'm Listener Ladder. What? <laughs> <laughs> go home. It's time for you to go home. Go home, Roger. Bye. I'm Daniela. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. We out.
And why do you already have your stopwatch on? Because I'm just, I'm prepared. You know I'm prepared. What? You just love the fact that we're doing this wind down thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know what? It's your, go, it's your week anyway, so. You got to guess it all by yourself anyway. Okay, you ready? Okay, I was born ready, nigga. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.